Welcome to the GP core content series on ophthalmology. Uh, so this is the new series of podcasts where we're going to talk about individual diseases uh, within certain domains separately and then, then we're going to work on ways between differentiating between the two and then integrating all that uh, knowledge and content at the end. Uh, the whole thing's in a KFP style, so hopefully it's a bit more relevant and listenable than the last uh, lot. So, I'm going to start with a case. We've got uh, a nice old lady, Betty. She's 70, and she's presented to you with painless gradual onset, distortion of vision, and central scotoma over the last six months. She noticed that straight lines seem wavy and objects seem distorted. She's got difficulty in focusing on objects, but she's got no change in her peripheral vision, and she's, this is manifesting as having difficulty in driving for her. So a good question would be, what is your initial diagnosis? Uh, and in this case, um, you'd want to talk about macular degeneration. Now you could commit to dry or wet or age-related, um, but there's a lot of overlap between the two, uh, between those three, two or three presentations. So differentials would be all of the types of macular degeneration uh, and other diseases that cause gradual onset loss of vision, such as glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy and cataracts. Uh, so, non-KFP question, but it's worth noting the difference between dry macular degeneration and wet macular degeneration. So, wet macular degeneration is caused by neovascular membranes that develop under the retina and leak. And dry macular degeneration develops more slowly and is painless. So, your three main categories of macular degeneration include dry, which is 90% of all cases, wet, 10%, and age-related. And so abstracting, abstracting that question up a bit, we can consider the most common causes of visual failure in the elderly as being macular degeneration, cataracts, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, and trauma. So a good question is, what are the complications of visual failure in the elderly? That would be things like increased falls risk, driving restrictions, decrease in your ADLs and a higher dependence on care, uh, and really a manifestation of most of those kind of considerations in geriatrics and uh, the considerations in things like the silver book as well would certainly be in play. What are the features on history for macular degeneration? So the key features on history for macular degeneration would be things like gradual fading of central vision with that central scotoma, distortion of vision with straight lines seeming wavy, objects seeming distorted. So they talk about things like micropsia and macropsia, so images appearing bigger or smaller um, than they would otherwise appear, and a sparing of peripheral vision. So what are these strong risk factors for developing age-related macular degeneration? That'd be things like age, smoking, previous cataract surgery, or a family history of uh, macular degeneration, age-related macular degeneration. And what are the moderate risk factors for developing age-related macular degeneration? So they'd basically be your cardiovascular risk parameters, things like higher BMI, having a history of cardiovascular disease, hypertension, and a bit of a zebra, high plasma fibrinogen. So what are the key features of examination in age-related macular degeneration? The key features on exam would be um, 
visual acuity decrease with the loss of that central vision, with sparing of the peripheral fields. Uh, on Amsler grid testing, the lines seeming wavy on that. Uh, a normal red reflex, you can have the problems in both eyes or one eye. Uh, and then on fundoscopy, uh, you'll have macular drusen, which are your most important early sign of age-related macular degeneration. So if you saw drusen um, on kind of ophthalmological screening and nothing else, that would be a good sign of early, uh, and a good early sign of age-related macular degeneration. So with wet macular degeneration, so the last question was age-related, I guess. Uh, wet macular degeneration, what are the fundoscopic exam features of that? So it's worth looking at a, a picture uh, of this just to get an idea of what's being discussed. But some of the features you would see on fundoscopy in wet macular degeneration would be things like central hemorrhage. Uh, and things like retinal pigment change. Uh, again, it can be bilateral or unilateral. And the patient will complain of a central scotoma, so loss of visual acuity, uh, central vision. So at this point, uh, not a KFP question, but something you might want to elaborate on is what are drusen exactly? So drusen are yellow subretinal deposits on the macula. There's more detail in Paul Boland's YouTube lecture on this. What other diseases can you see drusen in? So imagine that you had um, an undifferentiated picture just with drusen in it, and there's a question of what are your differentials on that. So other diseases that drusen are in are choroidal malignant melanoma, retinal detachment, pigmented nevi, and glomerulonephritis. So moving on to management, what is your the one most important immediate management step in wet macular degeneration? That would be referral to an ophthalmologist where they could do things like photodynamic therapy or intravitreal injections of anti-VEGF agents such as ranibizumab. Another good question is, what are the key features of management of dry or age-related macular degeneration? So bearing in mind, I guess, that in contrast to wet macular degeneration, dry macular degeneration is not an ophthalmological emergency. Um, it's more of a chronic disease, and the principles of chronic disease management generally apply. So things you can do would be uh, commencement of vitamins and minerals, and there's, what, from what I understand, good evidence to support this. So things like vitamins A, C, E, beta-carotene, zinc, manganese, copper, CoQ, all good things. You want to address your cardiovascular risk factors and address things like BMI and hypertension, uh, diabetes and all your risk factors there, smoking cessation, uh, wearing quality sunglasses, and joining uh, an ARMD support group are also good approaches to management. Uh, and there's a bit of a trick question in who should not have beta-carotene in macular degeneration. And that population is people who have smoked for the last 10 years, apparently should not have beta-carotene in macular degeneration. So in terms of overall management, what is the role of the GP? 
in the overall management of all types of macular degeneration. So it's really a combination of both those two things. So early referral, if you've got wet, uh, addre addressing um, all your chronic disease risk factors, if you've got dry and wet. Uh, so things like smoking cessation, vitamin supplementation, having a healthy, varied diet, access to psychological services, access to other um, services to manage activities of daily living, um, for GPs being aware of Charles Bonnet syndrome and post-injection endophthalmitis and managing your overall driving standards remembering that your fitness to drive with visual acuity is that you must be at least uh, 6 on 12 in the better eye or both eyes 6 slash 12 uh, so that's it for this episode uh, covering macular degeneration as part of our ophthalmology series.